0: See, initially I was going to do these as two separate reviews, but like, man, I don't really want to talk, I mean, I got a lot to say about Campbell and a lot to say about The Exorcist, well, some to say about The Exorcist, but like, whew, man, I'll just mesh them together and just like, franken-review of a movie, two movies reviews at once, you know, two, ah, screw it, whatever, anyway, this is, huh, well, this is, Moonlight Kingdom Reviews, I am your host, Man on the Moon, and I will be reviewing the horror movies Camp Hell and The Exorcist, Believer. Yeah, that's right, one movie that's pretty good and another movie that should have been good but wasn't. And now I'm going to lay out why right here on today's episode of Moonlight Kingdom Reviews. So, Moonlight citizens, get ready to blast off in 3, 2... One. so a double feature of demon gloom covering camp hell and the exorcist let's start with the bad news camp hell Oof, what a movie um i was i mean i en- i enjoyed it the first half because like that you know establishing who the characters are and you know the world that they li- the kind of world they live in and the camp and the rules of that that was well done surprisingly so you know and any movie with um yeah you know any movie with max Payne in it just got my vote i mean it's got to be good somehow i mean voice of max Payne in this movie as a psychiatrist and well hmm he does this part really well i mean you know, the. But anyway, that's. He's not one here. So he's a major plus in the movie. Another plus in the movie is, is Will Denton. He's the protagonist of the film. You're like, who's Will Denton? He was the kidnapped kid in. Oh, he was Leopold Kane in the show Kidnapped. And it was really good show. You know, I like that the, the, it's like one good season because, like, each season was supposed to be like a different person being kidnapped. And now that team would assemble to save that person but like that overall show was like really good and he shined in that role in the moments that he got with his kidnappers but in this film he he also works really well as the protagonist and uh the antagonist of the movie you know the priest i know him i have seen him in movies i don't know his name but like you know him once you see him he was senator kelly in x-men one and two So, like, yeah, he was good in those roles, and he was good in this role here as, like, the Old Testament-style priest. He, like, I mean, I can't really say spoiler alert, because, like, this movie's so freaking old, dude. What freaking spoilers? He's, like, he's this, like, proper old-school priest, you know, no rock music, no shirking on your chores, church every Sunday, and no getting together before marriage. And he found like there's a scene when he finds out that you know will Denton's character has a go- has a girlfriend and like they made out and he says they made out really they they hooked up, but he just says they made out in the woods, and he straight up calls her i don't know if this is monetizationary friendly word, but he calls her, yeah, he basically calls her someone who sells their body for favors essentially he calls her a synonym for that name let me see. i'm trying to keep this as clean as possible so i can get views or whatever well yeah i'm trying to keep this as clean as possible so he calls her that and as the first time he does it we'll they're together will den and the girl are together and will den's character doesn't say anything but and then she later gives him guff about it like hey he called me this horrible thing why didn't you say anything like why didn't you defend me and he realizes, like, yeah, I should have. No, I really wanted to, but, like, I, I don't know. I just couldn't, like, he couldn't stand up to him the first time around because he still saw him as this, like, revered figure because its camp is, like, a Bible camp, and he's the main dude in charge of everything. Everyone listens to him. He's tells everybody what to do, their roles and everything, and he's the father figure. He's also the priest at their church or whatever. But, like, you know, he nails that role of this guy who seemingly... Wants what's best for everybody, or at least claims to want what's best for everybody, but really is working in the best interest of the church and the faith, honestly, or at least his interpretation of the faith. Because yeah, that's how it is. Um, Jesse Eisenberg is in this movie for a hot minute, which is bizarre, because like his role amounts to a cameo, which you but you wouldn't guess that because of this movie's trailer. And not just the trailer, but the friggin' poster. There's a poster for this movie that's just his face above the camp. Like, and it's got his name at the top of the thing. It's like, it's total false advertising. I mean, yes, he's in the movie, but he's only in it for like two scenes, and that's it. He's not the movie's main character. But, I mean, Will Denton is. There's like one poster where it's just Will Denton. And every other friggin' poster, it's Jesse. (laughs) What the hell? I mean, he's not even a central character. He's a character, but he's not a central character to the story. You know how I say that? I mean, you could essentially, his role could just be dialogue. You could effectively delete his scenes from the movie and have characters fill in those blanks with dialogue and it would work. But they're promoting him like he's the freaking star. He's on like every poster bar one. Like, Seriously, this movie, oh, the faults, apparently he even took the production to court over this, like, false advertising, using his image in, like, way he didn't agree with, because he was only in the movie for, like, two scenes, and they were promoting it like he was the main guy, he hated that, so, like, yeah, there was that problem with the production, um, but, yeah, his performance as the, uh, well, his performance in the movie was, uh, oof, I don't know, man. It was Jesse Eisenberg who used to do drugs or something, man. He looked like he he was a guy who did drugs and is currently struggling in rehab more than he did a mental patient. But anyway, uh, the premise is that these people are at Bible camp and like weird goings-on are occurring. You know, demonic sigils, crosses turning upside down, uh, bl- statues moving... And like, they're trying to find out if some kind of demonic entity is responsible. And the father, the priest is like, you know, working to find out what's going on. Not realizing he's also kind of feeding into this sort of thing. Like, his actions are actively causing the people at camp to want to rebel against him in a way. Or, I don't know, this movie is kind of a mess. The Spencer Treat... Spencer Treat Clark, I think his name is. Or Treat Williams! No, that was Treat Williams. Spencer Treat Clark. He was the kid from Gladiator. He's in this movie too. And I don't know. This movie, just this movie is weird. This movie is just like a slow burning horror movie for like its first half, and then the weird goings on happen. But then when it, the third act bigs that kicks in and things are starting to pick up, it just hard cuts to the end. When I say hard cuts to the end, I mean weird stuff starts happening stuff that can't be explained outside of demonic influence you know the the father goes into a coma will denton's character harms himself and then the movie just smash cuts to will denton's character waking up in a hospital and oh it's over like it felt like their whole third act was missing like there was supposed to be some kind of climax with Will Denton's character and the demon and how his he was able to like foresee bad things happening. That didn't come into play at all. Like what bad thing happened aside from dude slipping into a coma, like, what's going on? It just ends with him being like, if 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 this is really like you know, this other piece comes along and they try to make it like give him this little piece of you know, like those little bread. Things that are like this, is the body of Christ, and it's like, if that he even tells mom like, if that's really like the, either this is all nonsense or like that really does represent the body of Christ, then like something really morbid is going on. Is like, I'll do whatever, but like don't like I just don't want no part of this anymore. Like I don't want to be a part of this religion anymore. That's kind of what he says, which is confusing. Cause I'm like, wait, what just happened? Did y'all delete the third act by mistake and just jump to the end? Because it's like the snowman. That movie was supposed to have a third act, but like they have an excuse because the snow came in and they couldn't film and they just had the hard cut to the ending and they couldn't film most of the third act. This movie doesn't seem to have any excuse. It just jumps from the part where things are ramping up and goes straight to the end. 5 out of 10, man. You know what? That's being gracious, dude. This movie, I did not enjoy this movie. I enjoyed the first part because it was, like I said, a slow-burning horror movie. It's really good. But damn, if this movie's ending doesn't drag it down significantly, that's a solid 4 out of 10. Let's just say 4.5. Yeah, 4.5 out of 10 for this camp hell. I would not recommend, but like, hey man, if you're a fan of Will Denton, definitely check it out. If you're a fan of James McCaffrey, check it out. But like, it's definitely a movie you watch once and never want to see again. And now on to The Exorcist. Up next is The Exorcist, Believer. Do you believe in life after death? Do you believe? <clears throat> I hope you do, man, because it does play a huge factor in this one. This is the far better horror movie of the two back-to-back I'm covering here. Because this movie is actually good. Actually, This movie actually has an ending, all right? A solid one, too. Whew. So it basically follows this dude, or these two families, you know, their kids go missing, and they go missing for days, like, the the dads are looking for them, the moms are, the mom is convinced, like, something, something must have, something is going on, kids wouldn't just up and vanish, and when the kids return, they're not their usual selves, they're back, but is it, it's not really them, it's more like something else wearing their bodies, and they're like souls or somewhere else, that's, yeah, they're possessed, basically. It's straight up the first exorcism movie in some places to the point that it's it's this movie more like a sequel to the first exorcist because it brings back characters from those movies it brings back reagan's mom at you know she's a character in the film helping out with to figure out what's going on and to maybe cure these girls and there is a scene like in the third act of this movie where the girls are strapped down and they're trying to they in this like big circle and they're working in Christianity, and and what seems like no, it's not voodoo, but like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's like African solutions. Like I don't know, uh, what are, there's like there's like circles and sigils, and you know, like don't touch them and things like that. You know, the girls are levitating, hawking up what appears to be blood. It, it, it's a wild finale. There were moments throughout this film that were, like, straight-up genuine, like, scares. This film actually had genuine scares. Not quite the level of the first Exorcist, where people were running out of the theater because they couldn't watch it anymore. But still, had a lot of people jumping. There were, like, four different points in the movie where I actually jumped. I was like, oh, oh, shoot. I can't believe that got me, man. Like, yeah, it was definitely a fun watch. Um, I'm not going to spoil a lot because you should definitely go see this movie. I would absolutely recommend it. The acting was pretty good, especially from the girls. They looked horrible. I kid you not, when they get possessed, what is it with movies where people get possessed, your eyebrows just disappear? I get it, it makes you look less human and more demonic, but like, your eyebrows disappear, your hair recedes, your skin gets all messed up, and you carve words into your stomach. Haven't these demons ever heard of pen and paper? I'm just saying, what is up with these people? Have you never heard of a damn pen? Damn. I mean, you know what a freaking penny is. You use it later to perform eye surgery on a person, but, you know, you know what a damn penny is. But still, man, why are you carving stuff into people's flesh? What's wrong with you? Anyway.
1: Hot.
0: I mean, this is... Uh, it's a rough watch, man. Like, I love how the movie at first you don't get the idea that something demonic is going on i mean you know it it is thing is when you watch this movie it's like you know what you're signing up for this movie's called the exorcist you know you know what this is about you know you know what kind of stuff you're into when you walk in here when the girls first disappear it's kind of like they've been kidnapped it's more like the first half of the movie prisoners than it is like a straight-up supernatural spooky thing wasn't like they just vanished into thin air there were like clues on where they could have gone and stuff. And people are looking. And when they finally found them, it's like they were miles and miles away. Like you tell me they went all their way barefoot. Like then one of the, a, I think a priest or someone explains that they these children where they were taken, they were taken to hell. And that's why their feet were burned when they found them. Because it's like they went all the hell. And when they walked on the place, like their feet burned up. So yeah, that's, that really fits. When the girls are all demonic, it definitely gave me Exorcist 1 vibes. So in terms of a sequel to the first Exorcist movie, you know, with it wasn't quite as extravagant as, you know, stuff levitating, the room spinning and all that. Like, there was levitating and there was spinning, but not to the insane degree of that first movie. So yeah, this movie knew when to pull back and it knew when to go all in on some things. I definitely recommend it. The twists and turns in this movie, including a solid neck twist, are pretty good. You know, there's a lot to love about this new Exorcist movie. A definite 8 out of 10 would recommend. You know, I absolutely enjoyed it. Like, go go see it, man. It's cool. It's playing in your local cinema. I don't know, wherever you remember this from. Uh, that is my review of The Exorcist. Uh, and it's a pretty interesting back to back we got here people we got us a, a movie that was that's really not that great that's a great idea but it was terribly executed and we got a movie that's not a great idea because it's a sequel to a classic but you know you know it, it goes like the full like halloween route and i'm just when i was watching it i had like I mean, this is giving me halloween vibes and now i know why it's, uh, as the, the, the credit, I was, like, watching the credits, i like, a Bloomhouse production Right, right, it's, like, directed by David Gordon Green, David Gordon Green, wait a minute, you directed those Halloween movies, don't tell me, don't tell me that the writer is who, the right and, like, the producer comes up, like, damn, McBride, damn, man, freaking Danny McBride is in here, like, writing shit, like, eh, he redeemed himself. This was a solid movie. I'll give him that. You know, not all of his movies are funny, but like the movies he writes, some of them are really good horrors, man. Don't sleep on comedy guys doing horror. Like they'll surprise you. Anyway. Hmm. Like I just remember reading, like, this is the credits. It was ridiculous. It was like, oh, Bloomhouse. You know, like, what? Ever gotten green? Exactly. Like, Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. Please I'm sorry. Brad. Just uh I'm just I went in with this like oh this is gonna be whack man because that last Halloween was whack but I was wrong thoroughly surprised an eight out of ten if ever I seen one so to cap it all off people that is an eight out of ten for The Exorcist believer and a four out of ten for Camp Hell but we'll Camp Hell could have been better but you know it wasn't if only someone would fix that guess I just might. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Moonlight Kingdom Reviews. I've been your host, Matt on the Moon, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'm out.